This episode of Unreasonable Doubt is sponsored by Podcorn. What is Podcorn? Well, are you a podcaster? If you are, you do it for fun. You also maybe want to make some money doing it. The tough part is finding sponsors. And if you've done a podcast, you know that can be interesting. Podcorn's making it easy, and I found it easy by using Podcorn. It's a marketplace connecting podcasters to amazing podcast sponsorship opportunities, such as host read ads, interview segments, topical discussions, and more. Podcorn, there's no middleman. Podcasters of all sizes can browse and choose opportunities right on the platform. I did it. Set their own rates. I did it. And collaborate with brands directly without any exclusivities. I'm doing that right now. Click the link in my show notes to sign up to Podcorn and start browsing sponsorship opportunities today. Podcorn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Charlie Brown is doing the chop, baby. Oh, no. What is this, 1984? I just rambled for 20 minutes and deleted it. Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, starts now. Hello. From the Dire Prime Pantry in Nitro, West Virginia, this is Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. I'm Josh Witt. Episode 18, Texas. Horns, uh, I'm not doing it. Follow me on Instagram at UnreasonableDoubtWV. Like, for real, follow me on Instagram. This week, I'm giving away another $25 gift card from Primanti Brothers. So go to the Instagram feed, check it out, read the instructions, enter or win a gift card. Twitter, tweeting on Twitter, find those tweets at I'm Josh Witt. Facebook, you know, Facebook page for Unreasonable Doubt, find it, hit the blue thumb, follow the podcast there. Get the podcast merch. Look at your phone at the show description. Click the link for the podcast merch. Last year, West Virginia played Texas in Morgantown, and it was one of the saddest halves of basketball I can remember. So many dunks and layups. And really, you know, the sad tournament was bad. As far as the the last game, losing at home to Coastal Carolina. But the second half of the Texas game at home was was deeply dark and depressing. This year is a new team, and WVU beats Texas 97 to 59. And you know what? It could have been worse for Texas. West Virginia could have won this game by 40 plus points. At one point, West Virginia had double the points of Texas late in the game. And I loved every minute of it. I really, the more I think about this game, the harder it is for me to find a negative in this game. But luckily I have somebody with me <laughs> who can find, you know, the 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 glass half empty part of the glass. Uh, I'm getting into puppetry. 
been working on some ventriloquism and I brought my buddy, my new buddy. He kind of keeps me, he, he's, he's a kindred spirit because I can find some negative things in life. This puppet, he takes it to a whole nother level. Mr. Frown is going to join me on the podcast. Hey, Josh. Hey, Mr. Frown. Hey. It's really cold outside. Yeah, well, it's winter, Mr. Frown. Yeah. Bundle up. (laughs) Are you laughing? (laughs) Are you laughing about it being cold? It's really freezing. Anyways, welcome to the show, Mr. Frown. Like I said, I can't find a negative thing to say about this game. And it started early with Emmett Matthews getting on the scoreboard. He scored eight points tonight. It's the most this season Emmett Matthews had has had in a conference game. He only took three shots, Josh. What's that, Mr. Frown? He only took three shots. Plus, he is only 50% from the free throw line. He didn't make his free throws. Yeah, but he's he's really had a rough go of it. And to see him make a couple of shots early, I think it was key. And he was more aggressive, Mr. Frown. He only took three shots. How aggressive could he be? He only took three shots. Well, agree to disagree, Mr. Frown. Speaking of getting people off the snide, Jordan McCabe, he was aggressive. He had his most minutes in a game of any game this season and most points in a game. He got to double digits, 10 points. He's not good at defense. What's that, Mr. Frown? Did you watch the second half? He kept losing the guy that he was guarding because he's not good at defense. That's not good. Yeah, but he's really struggled, and he he Huggins shortened the bench in the first half. He got some more minutes, and he was driving the ball. He made some shots. He was looking for his shot. I really liked what I saw. He's not good at defense. He he had as many assists as he had turnovers, Josh. All right, Mr. Frown. I mean, I can't. Those things are true, but it's ultimately a positive game for Jordan McCabe. Speaking of positive, Jermaine Haley. He went 12 points, seven rebounds. Mr. Frown, he didn't have any turnovers. And he had three assists. He's taller than everybody that guards him, Josh. I mean, well, he's a taller guard. He's kind of a combo. Everybody that guards him is shorter than him. He should have lots of rebounds and lots of points. Well, I mean, (laughs) he's recovered from a rough game at Kansas State. And the TCU game and this game, Haley's putting together some good results. He's taller than the guys that guard him, Josh. Okay, man. I get it. I get it. Speaking of guys taller than everybody, Oscar and Derek Culver, they were great tonight. A combined 26 points, 19 rebounds, including the second half. The ball, Texas throws the ball, and it goes towards the opposite um, field goal. Now, Oscar... We heard these stories in the offseason of Oscar chasing arrows 
that his dad shot, like chasing him in the air, he put it into he put it in <laughs> he put it in chasing arrow mode tonight because he ran the basketball down. It was moving quick. Like in most cases, this ball is going out of bounds. He saves it before it goes out of bounds, takes two dribbles, and dunks the basketball. And the announcer gave the right amount of excitement for that play. He he was speedy. And I loved it. And Derek Culver getting some shots with his left hand to go in. Culver had three turnovers, Josh. <laughs> yes, Mr. Frown, he did. That's too many turnovers. Yeah, but did you see he was getting a shot? He he shoots under 50% and he's a he's a, shoots two feet from the basket. He needs to make more shots. He had three turnovers. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, he had three turnovers. But he was great. And don't you dare say a bad thing about Oscar. Don't you dare, Mr. Frown. I don't I what did Oscar do bad? His his shorts were too tight. All right, man. You I don't even that's is that a negative? The kids are wearing them um tight. And I didn't even notice that. I think you just I think you didn't have anything negative to say and you just pulled something. Speaking of big guys, Logan Rout, career high in points tonight. Logan got to play a lot in this game, and he had nine points. That was awesome. He was guarded by Will Baker. What's that supposed to mean, Mr. Frown? Did you see? Did you see Will Baker? Yeah, the the big guy for Texas. He's a he's highly recruited. Yeah, he couldn't he couldn't hit the rim. The ball was miserably hitting off the backboard at, at a very high speed. And he's he's a freshman. He's not very good, Josh. All right. Well, that's that shouldn't reflect on how Logan Rout played. I can score nine points on Will Baker, Josh, and I'm a puppet. All right, dude. That for a hundred percent you could not do that. I could. No, you cannot. You're a puppet. I'm really good at basketball for a puppet. I don't even know what to do with that. Uh, Gabe, after his tremendous offensive performance in Manhattan, comes home. He has nine points, six, six rebounds. He triple pumps his layups, Josh. I mean, he had nine points, Mr. Frown. How many pumps do you need for a layup? I would argue zero. Gabe does three pumps. Okay. But if it's going in, Mr. Frown, then what's the big deal? How many pumps do you need for a layup? It's too many pumps. <clears throat> I think this is I think this is run its course. Listen. Everyone who played scored tonight, Mr. Frown, including Spencer Mackey. Now, that was a great moment. Hitting a three, finally gets, he, he had two free throws in a game, but his first field goal as a Mountaineer, seeing the walk-on score, it was really awesome. They blocked the shot first, Josh. 
All right, dude. Well, people get their shots blocked. You're not talking about Brandon Napper. What? I, I, well, I mean, Brandon Napper didn't play tonight. Yeah, he didn't play. I bet he's in Huggins' doghouse. I bet he was the guy that Huggins was talking about Saturday that said he needed to come out of the game because he was tired from practice yesterday. I mean, that's just speculation. You don't, you don't know that. Did he play, Josh? Did Brandon Napper play? I mean, Mr. Farrell, West Virginia won 97 to 59. One guy didn't play. I mean, Jermaine Haley missed a game earlier this season. Guys have missed halves. I mean, what I don't what's your point? Everybody that played scored, but not everybody played. Brandon Napper didn't play. Okay. I don't know what to do with that, Mr. Frown. All I'm saying is it's a good bounce back win after the loss on Saturday. Guess who they play next, Josh? Well, I know who they play next. I'm I'm actually going to Morgantown to see West Virginia play Missouri. Yeah, West Virginia's one and five in the Big 12 SEC Challenge. Well, Missouri's down a little bit, and West Virginia's at home, so they've lost at home before to unranked SEC teams. All right. Well, you don't know, Mister Frown, what's going to happen. West Virginia's going to be a favorite. And let's see what happens. Plus, I have a good streak of going to games and seeing West Virginia win. I don't think I've seen West Virginia lose in person. Nobody's going to say hi to you at that restaurant. (laughs) That's a mean thing to say, Mr. Brown. You're just going to have your laptop and your buddy, and you'll look like just a couple of people eating at a restaurant. Nobody's going to say anything to you. I mean, Mr. Brown, that, that's possible. I mean, <laughs> I'd give that a percentage chance, and yet it's still going to be a good time. Being at the Permanente Brothers, eating a yummy sandwich, recording an episode outside of the pantry after a basketball game, I think it's going to be a good time. It sounds sad. Well, that's just you, Mr. Frown. That, that's your opinion on stuff, okay? I mean, geez. You'd probably have something bad to say about West Virginia having only eight turnovers. That's the lowest turnover count they've had all season. That one big guy from Texas posterized two guys from WVU with dunks. I mean, that's true, but you're kind of changing the subject. He really tried to end Deuce McBride's career with that first dunk. I mean, that's a stretch, Mr. Frown. That's a stretch. I mean, I mean you're no fun to be around, Mr. Frown. I'm, I'm putting you back in the box. No, 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 put me in the box. Okay, that's it. He's in the box. Random thoughts coming up. Dire Prime is a lead sponsor for Unreasonable Doubt. Dire Prime. They're in the business of making custom designs for you. What does that mean? You know, things in this world have pictures. They have words and fonts. 
You don't know anything about fonts, right? Do you? I mean, some of you do. Most of us don't. All you know, you get on that Microsoft Word and you know your Times New Roman and your Arial and your Wingdings. Listen, Dire Prime, it's way above that. They know fonts. They know designs. They can help you put a design together, put that design on over 1 million items. Call or text them. 304-767-4445. Visit them on Facebook or Instagram at Dire Prime. Go to the website, direprime.com, D-Y-E-R-P-R-I-M-E.com. Dire Prime! Random thoughts for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt? Haven't done this in a while. One of the very few recurring segments that I have. I've got this notebook. I take lots of notes in. And sometimes the notes don't get into the show. So it's been a while. It's time for me to... Clean out the notebook. So here we go. What we got? Oh. G League nicknames. There's a minor league for the NBA. It's called the G League. Javon Carter was in the G League a little bit last year with the Memphis Hustle. He's now with the Suns. He's getting minutes. He's staying in the NBA, no G League for Javon Carter this year, so props to Javon Carter. Other WVU-affiliated guys are in the G League this year. Daxter Miles was traded from the Northern Arizona Suns to the Fort Wayne Mad Ants. So that's a thing. And then Jay Sean Page, he's averaging nine points a game for the main Red Claws. The state of Maine, Red Claws. And Sagabacanate with a gigantic knee brace is finally getting some reps for the Toronto Raptors G League affiliate. And I don't know where this is at. I'm assuming it's in Canada. The name of the team is Raptors 905, which I guess is an area code for Canada. I guess Canada has area codes. Like the United States does. I'm sure we had them first and it's not a big deal. But these kind of weird names like the Red Claws and the Mad Ants. And you go through the list and you see the the Swarm and the Blue Coats. And um, like names like that. That's, that's kind of already treaded ground. Baseball minor leagues are filled with these weird kind of names. Um, and so that should be kept with the baseball minor leagues, in my opinion. And so soccer has like, you know, whatever the name of the city is football club FC. So that's kind of taken. How come nobody's just calling a team, the, (laughs) the name of the city or state and just pluralize that. So don't even say where they're from. It's just baked into the name. I mean, the, I mean, I would know that it's a G League game if you told me the Cantons are playing the Wisconsin's. It's like that's that sounds weird, but I know it's a G League because it's it's weird and it's just pluralizing the city or state, and that could be their thing. 
the Santa Cruzes versus the Austins, the Texases versus the Greensboros. You get my drift. And then you can pick whatever colors you want. They're affiliates of the 32 league uh, NBA team, so I guess they would take on the um, the color scheme of the the parent team. But you have, you know, if you're the if you're the college parks, then your colors can be whatever you want. So that's free for you, NBA and G League. Make the G Leagues the name of the city or state that you're representing pluralized and put the in front of it. My gift to you. Let's see what else I got. Um, oh, okay. I just I wrote this in the notebook this weekend. Anytime there's a bad result, and this is especially um, something that I see on West Virginia University Twitter, like WVU fans are on Twitter. You can see what's going on. And a big thing for WVU Twitter is when West Virginia is not doing well in a game like they did versus Kansas State, then what pops out its head almost every time is a tweet that says, wins fill in the blank season. Like West Virginia had a rough year in football. West Virginia is getting killed by Oklahoma. You would see multiple versions of, <laughs> and I'm just giving this person a voice like this, <laughs> wins basketball season. <laughs> or, or like, is basketball season close? <laughs> and I swear, a, a top 20 ranked WVU basketball team is losing a road game over the weekend. And I saw a couple of uh, wins football season. <laughs> Counting down the football season. I mean, I don't know. I don't even know what, what you're saying because – are you going to check out if they lose one game in a 31-game schedule or whatever? Are you really counting down the days? If you like football, that's fine. But I'm guessing the, the people that tweet this wins basketball or football season are going to watch the next game and are going to comment if, we're, if West Virginia is doing well. And so all I'm saying is, Comment on how bad it is. Even comment. I can even read, you know, all right, I'm turning this off. Because <laughs> I've done that before as a fan. I'm not proud of it. Uh, the hardcore fans are going to stick in all 40 minutes or all however many minutes a football game is. They Even if they're getting trounced, they're going to stay to the bitter end. Some fans will check out and go about the rest of their day because it's either making their making them mad or, you know, it's just, all right, I'm going to do something else with my day. And I get that. But stop with the wins whatever season because it's annoying to me. All right. And uh, I've cleaned out the I've cleaned out the notebook. Final thoughts coming up. Permanti Brothers is a proud sponsor of Unreasonable Doubt. Show your Mountaineer pride at Permanti Brothers. 
Late night deals start daily at 9 p.m. Great deals on fan favorites, including wings, those awesome sandwiches, and more. Check up with the brothers on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram for the latest deals, most up-to-date news, and info on game day specials. Permanti Brothers, your college game day headquarters. Final thoughts for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. The next game for WVU, as as discussed earlier by myself and Mr. Frown, uh, Saturday, noon game at home on ESPN versus the Missouri Tigers as part of the Big 12 SEC Challenge. Mr. Frown told you what West Virginia's record is in the Big 12 SEC Challenge. It's not good. Um... Missouri coming into this game, and they'll have another game under their belt before the game Saturday. Nine and eight, one and four in the SEC. But it's like, all right, it's a Jekyll and Hyde thing. They lost by 27 at Missouri State, or Missouri State, Mississippi State. But they beat Florida, a good Florida team, by 16 at home. They have three 6'10 guys on the roster that get minutes. So I wonder how they'll... um, against Culver and Shibwe. Top four leading scorers for Missouri, all guards between 6'2 and 6'4. And guess what? Um, they're good at defense, according to statistics. They hold teams to 39% shooting. So West Virginia will be favored in this game. The last time West Virginia played Missouri was two years ago in one of those November-December tournaments. Missouri was up big in the second half, and Javon Carter and Daxter Miles made the comeback to beat Missouri. I really enjoyed that game two years ago. I hope to, I hope to enjoy this game. I hope you all get to enjoy this game. That's it for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Listen on all the platforms. Apple Podcast, Spotify, Overcast, Google Podcast, CastBox. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, rate this podcast five stars. Even if you're tempted to do a one-star rating, don't do it. For me, rate it five stars. I think that helps the podcast. It helps an algorithm. I don't know. Do that for me. I appreciate it. Until next time, I'm Josh Witt. This has been Unreasonable Doubt. WVU for the 2019-2020 season. 15 wins, 3 losses.